What is going on guys and welcome back to the YouTube channel. So today to kick off the new year, I wanted to give you guys my exact blueprint how to get straight in 2024. I'm just gonna talk you through a few basic principles, things that you need to think about when it comes to your transformation this year and exactly how you're gonna go from A to B and get in the absolute shape of your life. So there's gonna be five core components when it comes to this kind of thing. And I'm gonna go straight into this. A few things that you just need to sit, reflect on and plan ahead so that you're clear on why you're doing it. You've actually got some goal set and you've actually got some accountability as well. So firstly, let's break this down. The first thing that you really need to think about before you get going on your transformation in 2024 is why is it important to you? Why do you want to get shredded? Why do you want to look good on the beach? Why do you want to be a fit dad, a fit mum? And I've done plenty of videos on this before, so you can go back and look through the channel. If you're not clear on a why, then it's gonna be very difficult to find that motivation. You're probably gonna give up and there's gonna be nothing that's kind of really driving you. And this is something I always ask people before they get started working with ourselves at FitLab. Why are you here today? What's important to you about this transformation? Why has it got to happen? So this is the first thing that I want you to think about. What is your why? Why is this important to you? What is spurring you on to wanna to make these changes, okay? The second thing you need to think about is actually setting yourself tangible goals. And there is two types of goals that you need to think about. Short-term goal, and a long-term goal, okay? When we're thinking about a short-term goal, this is potentially over the next kind of 90 days or even less than that. This is thinking about what do we want to achieve initially? And this is also thinking about things such as process goals. So thinking about the habits, thinking about what needs to happen, what are the daily actions that you need to do? So you need to map these things out and this is gonna hopefully help you think about what those processes are that need to happen. But set yourself where you would like to be after the initial 90 days. How much weight would you like to lose? How would you like to look? How much bigger would you like your biceps to be? Think about what it is that you want to achieve initially. After that, you need to think of more of a long-term goal, okay? This is where you want to get to from A to B. Now, this is sometimes quite difficult for people to think about themselves. Like, if I asked you at the moment, how much weight do you want to lose? You probably wouldn't really have an answer, just however much it depends on what it takes for me to get to my end goal. But you do need to have an idea. Now, to put this into perspective, most of the guys that we work with at FitLab, they lose at least 10 kilos to get to their transformation to a, to a good position. Obviously, sometimes a lot more, but at least 10 kilos. And that's sometimes guys that start in reasonably good shape or reasonably low levels of body fat ready, but we still push them on. If you're a female watching this, I'd probably say you're gonna wanna at least shift a stone. Again, maybe more than that. Just have an idea in your head of what that long-term goal looks like for you. There's plenty of kind of calculations and things online, and I can even send you our lean graph that we have at FitLab, which gives you an idea of what sort of weight you should be looking to try and get to for your transformation. So that's how we think about goals. We need to be clear on what we're trying to achieve, and then we need to create urgency. So one of the biggest things that holds people back is they don't have any real urgency, they don't have any intent on actually getting to their position. This is why we love things like photo shoots at FitLab. This is why booking holidays can be actually pretty advantageous for you because it gives you that initial push, it gives you some motivation at the start of your journey. So that's what we need to think about. Urgency, goals, short and long term. And the last thing you need before you start is accountability. Now, you are gonna really struggle if you go at this journey alone. And now I don't just mean accountability from a coach, I mean a friend, a partner, anyone you can hold you accountable, you need someone that's really gonna be in your corner pushing for you because it's human nature, it's human psychology to just give up and talk ourselves out of things. So we need people that are really gonna hold us and keep us in line. Have someone above us that's gonna overview your progress, make sure you actually succeed. So when you've got all these things in place, you are ready to start your transformation journey. You are ready to get shredded in 2024. And now you need to listen up because I'm gonna to explain to you exactly how we make this happen. So, as I say, we break this down into five key components that I believe are the biggest drivers when it comes to getting results. So to start off, we have nutrition, then we have training, then we have our step count, our activity levels, 
then we have our sleep, recovery, and we have our stress, and then we have our supplementation. Now, I wouldn't say these in any particular order, although you probably could look at these and think that realistically they are in probably the order of priority with the way that I've actually laid them out. Certainly with the supplements being at the bottom, arguably sleep probably is more important than these other two things a lot of the time. But anyway, let's not get too sidetracked. Firstly, looking at your nutrition. So let's be realistic. You're never gonna get anywhere and transform in any way whatsoever unless your diet is in place. You're eating the right foods consistently. You've got everything laid out to a certain extent. Eating healthy is not good enough. You need to be clear on how much to eat, when to eat, what you need to eat, quantities, everything. You need to have this in place because otherwise you are essentially just shooting in the dark and it's gonna be very difficult to get results. Now, for most of you that are watching this, you are probably gonna to wanna to start losing body fat to start off with. I'm gonna take a guess. So that means you need to be in a calorie deficit. A calorie deficit is where you are burning more calories than the calories that you are consuming each day. So your body has to find fat or muscle to make up the deficit of calories so that it can function, which is what we want. Now, obviously we want it to be taking fat, not muscle, but we'll get onto that in a second. So an easy way to calculate this, you can make it very simple and you can literally just multiply your weight in 10 to 12 pounds and in terms of calories, and you're gonna get a very good figure to start off with. So take your body weight in pounds, times it by 10, that gives you an instant deficit straight away. If you wanna look at that in a bit more detail, then what you can do is I'm gonna put uh, a, li a link underneath in terms of a calculator that I think is good, that I trust, that we've used with lots of clients. This is gonna give you an initial figure in terms of how to get your deficit. It's also then gonna give you some initial macros as well, how to distribute your fat, protein, all that kind of stuff. Anyway, so when we've got ourselves in the calorie deficit, then we need to think about food quality. So when we've got our figures in place in terms of how many calories to consume, we need to start thinking of the quality of the nutrition that we eat. Now, I believe you should be eating 90% whole food, unprocessed, single ingredient. This is gonna make you feel good, give you lots of energy. It's gonna make you perform well in the gym. It's gonna really help with your digestion, your gut health, which is essential. It's gonna be the most strategic approach for you to take. You should not be following the whole flexible dieting and eat whatever you want, as long as it hits your macros. That's really important when it comes to looking at your nutrition. In terms of macronutrients, now the most important one that we need to think about is your protein, okay? This is gonna be the biggest driver towards fat loss. This is gonna keep you nice and full. And this is gonna stop you from losing muscle. Nobody wants to lose muscle when we're losing weight. So we wanna be making sure we're getting in roughly one gram of protein per pound of lean body weight. I say lean body weight because if you're quite overweight at the moment, it's probably gonna be a lot of protein for you to eat if you take it off your actual body weight. So think about your ideal weight. Where do you want to be? Go back to what I said originally. And then you can think about that as your protein target, which makes it a lot more realistic. Then we need to start thinking about our fat intake, which can be anywhere between 20, even up to 40%. I'm gonna say 20 to 30% to make it easy for you guys. Fat is essential, and a lot of the time, people actually don't realize the importance of dietary fat. This is what's gonna keep you nice and full. This is gonna help with your hormones. This helps you absorb certain vitamins and minerals that we can't absorb unless we're having enough dietary fat. It's also an energy source as well. We want our body to become fat adapted so that we don't just rely on carbohydrates. So you need to make sure you're getting enough dietary fat. The last one is our carbohydrate intake. Now you wanna have as many carbs that make up the rest of what I've just explained. As long as you've already distributed your protein, you've distributed your fat, carbohydrates can make up the rest. These are gonna be important for you guys because you wanna be making sure you're full of energy, your fueling performance, your gym workouts don't suck. You know, this is important. Carbohydrates are our body's preferred energy source. So that's what we think about when it comes to nutrition. 
We have all these things in place. Then we need to think about making sure that we can actually make this sustainable. So what we do at FitLab is we give all of our clients what we call a flexi day. So we will essentially give them one day a week where we give them slightly more food so they can enjoy their weekends, they can have a meal out, they can have a social event, whatever that might be. This is gonna be something that you're probably gonna need to follow for 12, 16, even 20 weeks, even more than that. So if we don't have any fun or we don't have any kind of planned meals or that kind of thing, we're gonna struggle. So I suggest having one off planned meal per week. I suggest having one higher calorie day. And I suggest having a lot of your kind of worst foods on those days where you can enjoy them. And then the next day, straight back on track. So that is nutrition for you guys. Next up, number two, we're gonna be looking at your training. Now, training is obviously gonna be super important when it comes to getting an amazing shape. You need to make sure you're doing it in the correct way. And the correct way in terms of improving body composition is prioritizing your weights not prioritizing cardio. We want to be making sure we're building a lean, strong physique. If we're just doing loads of cardio and we're in a calorie deficit, we just burn through muscle mass. We don't actually improve the way that we look. We just get skinny fat. So this is why it's important to make sure your training is a real priority. Now, I would recommend that you should be doing anywhere between three to five weight sessions per week. And you want to be making sure that you're hitting each body part around two to three times, okay? So this is going to be something like upper lower, maybe full body if you're training three days per week, a push-pull leg split, something that hits each body part twice per week, this is more optimal for building muscle. This has been shown that you will build muscle faster if you are doing this kind of split, instead of doing your typical bro split where you do chest on a Monday, you then wait seven days and you do chest the following Monday. This is not a great way of training. This is not gonna lead to the fastest amount of progress in the gym. It's a bit old school, especially if you're a natural lifter, you want to be hitting two to three muscle groups per week. That's what we need to look at. So that's how we need to think about, we don't need to be training every day, we just need to make sure that we're doing enough to stimulate muscle growth and stop our body burning through muscle. Cardio is needed. So I'm not gonna say that you shouldn't do cardio because there are a ton of benefits for cardio as well. It's gonna be great for your heart health. It's gonna massively improve your fitness levels. It's, it's a fantastic thing that you should be doing. We should be working our heart rate, it's a muscle. So what we need to think about is probably including, to start off with, at least one to two cardio sessions in there as well. I would say if you're less trained and you're kind of new to this, just start with low intensity cardio or moderate intensity cardio, which is just your typical kind of on the treadmill, either doing an incline walk, your stepper, your bike, your cross trainer. These are just simple tools of doing cardio that you can sustain for a decent amount of time, okay? This is gonna get you in that kind of fat burning zone. It's gonna see you burning a lot of calories, a decent amount of calories anyway. And it's something that's actually gonna improve your fitness levels. Whereas if you're untrained and you go straight into a high intensity session, it's like a hit training session, this isn't gonna be great. You're probably not gonna be able to actually meet the kind of demands of that session. Maybe it'll lead to lots of fatigue, injury, all this kind of thing. So you can decide really out of the two which one you prefer. And I would say doing one to two sessions of cardio per week. If you're a little bit more trained, hit would be fine. If you're not so trained, probably stick with more lists and moderate intensity cardio to start off with. Over time, you might want to increase your cardio output, okay? As you start to get leaner, your body starts to become a bit stubborn in terms of continually working through fat loss. So we need to think of ways in which we can keep pushing that deficit out. So if we increase cardio, increase our output, we're essentially gonna increase the deficit. So we kind of wanna start with less cardio to start off with and then play the card of more cardio throughout your transformation. This is what we've seen to be really successful at FitLab. We kind of scale up the cardio as and when we need to just as much as we're dropping the calories down again if we need to. So guys, that's training. Number three, step count. Now. This is really important and it's a lot more important than people think. Probably heard that, you know, your 10K steps now, everyone is tracking the steps on their Fitbit, whatever they're using. It is important. Your daily activity levels are super important when it comes to fat loss. They're even more important in terms of actually burning fat than exercise. If we look at a graph of TDEE, our total daily energy expenditure, 
I'm gonna put a little graph on the screen now so you can see exactly what I'm talking about, okay? Our step count is actually gonna burn more calories across the day and have a more significant impact on our fat loss than our exercise. Exercise makes up this tiny little five to 10% at the top, whereas our step count can make up more like 10 to 15% if we're quite active, maybe even more. So this is important that we make sure we're moving around enough. 10,000 steps per day for most people is enough, especially to start off with. And then again, we can slowly scale this up if we need to. We can start to introduce more steps. We can start to become a little bit more active if we need to. And we can maybe push it up to 12K, even 15K if we're approaching the depths of our diet. If you're already doing 15K because your job's super active, you've got a massive advantage over a lot of people, which again, is gonna make a massive difference. But we don't want to neglect step count. Our NEAT, which is stands for basically the amount of calories that we burn outside of exercise, our non-exercise activity thermogenesis, this has a huge impact on our fat loss or much more significant impact on our fat loss and exercise. To so try and be active, try and do things that require you to have to walk, you know, don't drive to work, walk to work, cycle to work, do things that require us to be more active, it's gonna massively help push your fat loss in a way that seems less effortless as well, right? If we actually have to do things that we know we have to do anyway, but we just find a way to do it and make it more active, well, we're kind of killing two birds with one stone, you know, like walking to the gym or walking to work or finding a car space that's further away from our office. Just anything like that that doesn't really make much of an added effort to your life. It's massively conducive when it comes to your fat loss goal. Number four, this is what people forget about a lot of the time. Very, very key components. We're thinking about sleep, recovery, and we're thinking about stress levels. Now, let's break this down. Firstly, sleep is super important and it's something that a lot of people neglect they don't get enough sleep they don't prioritize sleep they're in this like die hard no sleep hard work mentality sometimes which just runs people into the ground sleep's really important and we need to be prioritizing it and i recommend if you're a healthy adult that wants to get the most amount of sleep and go through enough sleep cycles to see the benefit we get seven to nine hours of good quality sleep each night you could probably get away in some instances with six, but I would recommend we push for that seven and potentially, as I said, even more. Now, in terms of actually getting good quality sleep, this is gonna come down to a few things. Firstly, make sure you're actually in a good routine. Good evening routine, good morning routine. Go to bed at the same time, wake up at the same time. This improves our body's circadian rhythm, which is almost like our natural body clock, okay? This is like our body's way of telling the time almost. So we want to make sure that we keep that consistent as we can. The second thing is gonna be making sure we keep our body at a good temperature. So if you are sleeping and you're getting super hot at night, or maybe you live in a hot climate like I do, you need to try and make sure your room is at a better temperature. And to cool that right down, that's gonna have a massive impact. A few other things, like don't eat too close to bed. I used to smash huge amounts of food when I was working really hard on my business a couple of years ago because I would just be working all day. And then when I'd sit down in the evening, I'd eat at like nine o'clock and I'd, I'd get terrible night's sleep. I'd have a lot of metrics weren't looking as good as they could do and I'd wake up feeling really groggy. And when I was working with a coach at the time that was helping with my sleep, we established that I was eating too close to bed. So try and give yourself at least two, three hours, even more than that sometimes, of not eating anything before you go to bed. You can have a little snack, that's not gonna make a massive difference, but you don't wanna eat too much before bed, that's when you have problems. Things like screen time, reduce that before you go to bed. I would even consider in the morning like trying to get sunlight straight away that instantly wakes your body straight up it helps your body produce cortisol which we actually want to raise first thing in the morning simple things like this help your body increase energy improve your sleep improve all these different metrics so these are things we need to think about of course the obvious one as well don't have caffeine too late in the day i used to literally have pre-workout like 8 p.m when i was at uni and go and do a massive leg session no wonder I didn't sleep very well that night, which was a mistake when I think back. We wanna cut caffeine intake nice and early. I'd say 2 p.m. latest, last coffee, 
and it makes sure that that caffeine is gonna more or less leave our system by the time we try to get to sleep. Next up, our recovery. So you need to recover from your workouts. This is why training every day is the stupidest thing you can do. You need to be making sure you take actual proper rest days where you rest and recover. R&R &R is super important. Do things that you actually enjoy. Take downtime. Come away from your phone. Come away from your laptop. Actually have days where you just completely zone out, okay? This is gonna massively help improve your body's ability to be able to burn fat, build muscle. And if you have things like root bands or you have kind of some activity tracker, I use an aura ring, we can actually get a good realistic um, number in terms of where our recovery is at to help us know roughly as to whether we're in a good place to keep training or keep exercising if we want to, especially if we've got more vigorous workouts. The recovery is extremely underrated. You have to rest, you have to recover. Training every single day is not gonna get you any closer to your goal. And there is a point of diminishing returns like there is with everything where too much of something is gonna to lead to a detriment. So don't feel that you need to be doing all. Don't look at your favorite influencer and think, I need to be doing that, I need to be training every day. I used to train twice per day, which when I think back was probably the stupidest thing that I could have done. I've learned the hard way with that. I now train probably four to five days per week weights max and a couple of cardio sessions. That's all I need to do. The last one is stress. Now, your body's ability to deal with stress is a huge indicator as to how we're gonna be getting results. Something called our HRV, which is our heart rate variance. This is the easiest way to track your stress levels, which this is the variant between your heartbeat, okay? The higher your HRV is, the better. Lower, the worse. More stress, more impacts on your physical and mental health. So we want our HRV to be better. We get a better HRV by getting better sleep, by exercising, by taking more downtime, by recovering, all this kind of thing. You need to control your, ability, your body's ability to be able to deal with stress. Super important. So use your Aura Ring, use your Apple Watch. You can track HRV on your Apple Watch as well. You need to start looking at these metrics to make sure that your body's not in a stressed state all the time. And again, this is gonna come down to having good routine, good discipline, making sure you're doing the right things to control your body's internal stress levels. Because trust me, if you're producing too much cortisol, you make fat loss extremely difficult. We need to make sure we're de-stressed, we're in a good place, we're constantly in a nice flow state all the time. Don't get me wrong, a certain amount of stress in life is needed. If you're a business owner like I am, there's gonna be things that are gonna cause stress, but there's a healthy amount of stress and there is a catabolic and an unhealthy amount of stress. We need to control that to make sure we're not too stressed. Too much stress is gonna have a huge impact on a lot of these things. And the last thing we need to think about, number five, supplements. Now, as you can see, this is number five, this is not number one. It's not the most important thing. In fact, it's a very tiny, tiny thing. And if we think about the fat loss pyramid, which again, I'm gonna put on the screen now, you can have a little look at that. It's right at the top. It makes it the smallest bracket in terms of what actually gets us results in terms of fat loss. Now, there are certain supplements that can help, that can help certain supplements for your health, performance. There are a few, and I'm gonna probably be able to list them on one hand for you. I'd recommend that we have a good multivitamin because this kind of just covers you if you're deficient in any areas of your diet. And an omega-3 supplement. I think fish oil is something that everyone should be taking unless you eat lots of salmon because it's a fatty acid that we need, that our body has, has loads of benefits that our body needs. It reduces inflammation. There, are actually there is actually studies to show that it improves hypertrophy as well. Lots of different things. Omega-3 is something that we should be taking a lot of. So we need to be making sure we take this and supplement with this as well. Vitamin D is something that I recommend a lot of people take, especially if you live in the UK, because we don't have sun like we do here in Dubai. Things like creatine can be great for performance. Again, there's no negative effects of supplementing with creatine, and there is a lot of positives in terms of improving strength, even improving cognitive function as well, which is something that we wanna be having, thinking sharper. And then maybe a whey protein as well. So realistically, for a lot of you guys, you know, it's difficult to be able to hit your protein intake just through food all the time, right? So if we can supplement with a protein shake, 
maybe just for a couple of our meals throughout the day if we need it, a good quality protein shake is gonna help reach that target. There's a few other supplements potentially if you're in certain deficient in certain areas or you struggle with certain areas or to accelerate fat loss when you get towards the end, things like your himbine can be really effective. Obviously, caffeine taken in the right dosage is gonna massively enhance your fat loss, but they're not really the shiny bullet. They're not the shiny object. Get these things right first, and then when you're actually here with all these things, you can add a few fancy supplements, which can make a bit of a difference. But it's talking about, I'm talking marginal gains here. Nothing that's gonna be as significant as what people think and what the marketing kind of BS pushes out to you guys when it comes to supplements. So guys, I hope this makes sense. We've got our five biggest components when it comes to getting shredded and getting in the shape of life in 2024. Just to summarize, nutrition, training, step count and daily activity, sleep recovery and stress, and your supplements. Get these five things right, you are gonna be on your way to an incredible transformation in 2024. I hope you found this video useful. Make sure you hit the subscribe button if you have, hit the bell notification so you're notified for the next time I post. We are gonna be smashing out the fitness content this year and I'm excited to get it across to you guys. I will catch you in the next video.